Welcome to the Random Tea Gotham Podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Shania. And today we're talking about Season 2, Episode 10, Son of Gotham. Son of Gotham. Da, da, da. No. Okay. I, I really enjoyed this, like, a lot. It, I liked it more than I want to admit. Um, <laughs> just saying. But yeah, I thought it was really, really a strong episode. It, there wasn't enough Bullock. There's never enough Bullock. Yeah, to so, be fair, there's never enough Bullock never. for you. The episode could be called Bullock, and you'd be like, there could be more. There could be more. Yeah. There could be. But I'm just glad he was back. Yes. So I like that there were actual canon references again. That's cool. And a lot. Well, I don't know that a lot happened, but big things happened. Yes. Yes. So, in my opinion. And I'm so proud of Bruce. I am, too. I'm so, so proud. I did not see that coming. I did not expect I did, his plan to work. I did near where we got the reveal, but it took a while before I was like, hey, I'm pretty you sure did. Bruce is behind you this. You did. You called. You, you were texting me. You were like, this was Kat's idea. This was Kat's idea. And I was like, what? What? What are you talking about? Oh. And one of the only reasons is because they very prominently showed us where Alfred told him you don't have the skill to pull off this level yeah, of deception well, in the previously ons. In my rewatch, there's so much foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. So much foreshadowing of what happens later that you're like, oh, well, I didn't say, oh, well, yeah, there, there it is. Yeah. There it is. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. So. But I thought it was, I thought it was ex- excellent. Egg salad? It was egg salad. Egg salad. Um, yeah. And I like the way how it was very uh, 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 related. Because you had the, the Gordon storyline and then you mm-hmm. had the Bruce storyline and they were parallel. I mean, they were yeah. going on through together. And then we had the Nigma and Penguin <laughs> sprinkled like salt. Bless them. A seasoning throughout <laughs> it. And then at the end, how it all came together. Yeah, exactly. It was great. Where did Penguin get that suit from? Did Gabe have it out in the car? Yes, oh, we, I'm sure we, he did, along with can, the sandwich. We can discuss that later. So, yeah. Oh, yes. There was a sandwich involved. Of course. Uh, so, this was directed by Rob Bailey, who who also directed Penguin's Umbrella and Knock Knock. Who's there? <laughs> Episode two. Oh, cool. <laughs> it was written by John Stevens, who, um, he's redeeming himself, man, after the Balloon Man fiasco. Oh, my God. The Balloon and Man. And the mask. He said writer? Yeah. He wrote this? Yeah. After Balloon Man? Balloon Man, The Mask, Fearsome Dr. Crane, Under the Knife, which got better, The Last Laugh, which was awesome except for the whole Jerome dying thing. The um, fearsome and then mis- this one. The Fearsome Mr. Crane and Balloon Man. And this is... What the hell was he doing? Uh, apparently, he needed Megan Mostyn Brown as his story editor again. Oh, you know, she really does help. Yeah, apparently so. I'm telling you, she's sitting over there going, uh-uh. Don't do that. You can't do that. And don't forget to put this in there. Yeah, so... Yeah, because I was Bless I was kind of surprised. I was like, "Wow, this was surprisingly a strong episode for him." Bless her. Yes, her very existence. Bless you, Megan. So yeah, you ready to get into the recap? I yeah. I mean, I'll have some uh, uh, several tidbits of canon to interject to interject here and okay. there. So I will raise my hand accordingly. Okay. Okay. Um. So we start off, and this guy is uh, chasing this woman, and he is trying to mug her at gunpoint. Um. But before he has a chance to shoot her. As he gets her on the ground, um, he's, like, yanked away off camera. Which I glanced away for two seconds to see what you had texted me. And, and like, I looked happened? back up. Well, I, I had to ask my daughter who was watching it with me. <laughs> I was like, what happened? 
And she told me, I was like, oh, because oh. I just looked, it, it was that quick. It was, it was very quick. And so when we see the woman looking around going, you know, basically what the fuck happened. That was me. Um, We hear these monkish chants in the background. Oh. So we're like, oh, okay, this oh. is for the clueless viewer. So they don't, you know. People like me. It, who yeah, totally who missed what it. Happened? Um, so we go, we go to one Jim Gordon. Okay. Where is he? Um, I'm assuming Leslie's house. I read somewhere that they thought he was in the GCPD. Oh. It has brick walls. It kind of looked like, and the mirror looked oh. very much like the locker room. Like a locker room. And but, but, so then my question is, why is he getting dressed at the GCPD? Because they're about to break up, and he oh, wants to right. move back home, and that is his home. <clears throat> That's right. He's going to have to go live with uh, yeah. Bullock, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Darn it. I know. You just hate that, don't you? I do. So uh, he's getting ready for uh, Parks' funeral, and um, so we see we see the funeral, and um, this is where I looked away, <laughs> and you told me you were like, "Oh my God, Barnes is a pallbearer," and I was like, "No, that's yes, stupid. He he's just was. had this major leg trauma, and yes, he was a pallbearer. He is care. Okay, <clears throat> kids, I don't know if you've ever tried to pick up a casket. I have personally." never tried to pick up a casket they're pretty fucking with, heavy though with a person inside yeah that makes it another yeah it's say what 150 yeah there's a reason there's like Let's six dudes go. carrying it right um at my grandmother's funeral we had the six grandsons including my husband at the time as pallbearers and they struggled yeah and my grandmother was a tiny little woman yeah so Barnes is, as you said, has traumatic injury to his what femoral artery I'm, because that that's thing what was it looked spurting. like. It, it was the it was the artery in his in his groinal area. So yeah, I'm guessing femoral. And he's obviously got his cane going up. I was yeah. no yeah because I noticed the cane in the rewatch. Like I was paying a lot of attention. Mm -hmm. And yeah, he's got one hand on his cane and one hand on the casket. And I'm like, okay, this is ridiculous. And he's directly he's in the middle, which mm -hmm. is a little easier. But he's but directly across from Jim, which yeah. I guess directorially visually so they could give each other that shot over the casket that and look, then it yeah that's all it was for and, yeah that was a huge setup for one look yeah i didn't like it though it was not that important yeah but i will i do not buy barnes as a pallbearer i don't either i don't mm -hmm. um especially given what he says in a couple scenes um so we go to uh jim decides that it's a good idea to visit theo okay. in, in in uh the prison we know where he is yeah He's, um, in, he's, he's in Blackgate. Yeah, he's in Blackgate. Which I just had to, let's let's retouch on Blackgate. Okay, yeah, just, for anybody that doesn't quick. know. Um, everybody is familiar with Arkham. Everybody knows Arkham Asylum. It's the fun down. prison. It is. It's the fun prison. <laughs> um, but Blackgate is uh, the jail. It's the where not insane people go. Yeah. The insane Just people, criminal. right? The insane people tend to go to Arkham, right? For whereas, treatment, quote unquote, right? Where the more mob people mm -hmm. tend to go to Blackgate. It's an island prison. I did not know which that. I was not aware of, but yeah, it's it's an island. It's in Gotham Bay. I thought all of Gotham was in Gotham Bay, <laughs> um, but I just wanted to see. Uh, and I wanted to point out really quickly that uh, the Joker, the Penguin, Two-Face, Clayface, the Ventriloquist, Mr. Zaz, Firefly, 
Calendar Man, Rupert Thorne, and Bane are the only ones who have been in both places. <gasps> Rupert Thorne. I forgot about Rupert Thorne. So that just gives us the list of who has been. In both places, in depending bo- on. Including Mr. Zaz, which surprised me. Yeah. And Firefly. Yeah. Who I don't think we're going to see in either place. So no. At least not this iteration of Firefly. Okay, so just I, I just feel felt like it was important to have that Dorothean make it point out how it's different from Right, right. Differentiate. Differentiate? That's what I said. Mm-hmm. Sure. From Arkham. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that means they don't know that Theo's a sack full of crazy yet. They think he's just normal evil. Right. So, um, so Jim just goes, he wants to know if, if Theo's ever heard of Parks. I just. (sighs) And I'm like, what did you expect, Jim? Was this scene really even necessary? I don't think so. I think it was just so he could vow again. And Theo's like, I don't know who the fuck you're talking about. And Jim's like, um, I'll be at the hearing tomorrow to watch them put you away. And I'm like, okay, you slept all the way out there to ask him, like, a question. And I just pinched my nose. Yeah. And I'm just, what the fuck? Yeah. I I really felt like that scene was unnecessary. I did, too. Well, and during my rewatch, I had to look for things to not like about this episode. I felt like I liked it too much. Okay, so you wanted to get a little critical with it. But I felt like I kind of had some blinders on. So my rewatch, I was like, I need to see. Yeah. So it's not just praise, praise, praise. Right. Um, so we go to uh, Jim going to Leslie's house, and at this point, he's, like, soaking wet. Because Leslie tells us, yeah, you're, you're soaking, soaking wet. wet. Yes. And he's, like, he he uh, talks about Parks, and basically, um, it's his, because, of course, we're internalizing Everything. the guilt. We're internalizing that fucking guilt, um, because it's his fault, because he didn't, he didn't cross the line with Flamingo. And kill him when he had a chance. Didn't do the only sensible thing. And Leslie's okay. like, yeah, you did what you were supposed to do. You couldn't have any way. Right. She's you know, totally supporting this him. This was a you nut made the, bar. You made the right choice. Um, so which one of them's right? I think Leslie's right. Do you? I do. I kind of side with Gordon a little bit. I mean, hi, the whole thing is hindsight's twenty twenty. Well, of course it is. But I mean, and if I were to put myself in that same situation, I would like to think that I would have been strong enough to not kill the guy. Yeah. When I had the chance. Um, And but still, man, I know. And and I don't what I don't another thing I don't understand. Of course, when you're talking about the big whole comic book world. Yeah, of course, you have to kill the villain. That's just the way it is. Um, What also what I don't understand is why Flamingo did that why did he bite her and rip out her wedding well, really rip her, whatever he did he killed her in yeah. the freaking police station it's not like he's gonna get away with it yeah because he he crazy he's going away yeah so what what does he gain from that i don't know that's a, that's a good point i and i don't i mean if we ever i mean i'm not expecting to ever see this character again i don't think so it was just a real quick nod to the, you know, canon character. Yeah. Which was, which was interesting. But I would like to keep some of them around a little longer. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I mean, is he, what does he gain? Yeah. From doing that. Even if he get, I mean, cause he's, was getting, he's getting paid to do, to kill Gordon. Well. He's not getting paid to kill Parks. Yeah. He's probably not getting paid for Jim Gordon anymore. Was a, 
I, I, I figured it out. What? He was trying to get a snack before he went away. There you go. One last taste. One last taste. Mm. I answered mm, my mm, own mm, question. Mm. There right. you go. I feel Let me go crazy. Yep. Okay. Um, and so uh, he, he tells her that he visited Theo. And uh, he's like, if you're worried about me asking the guards to turn off the camera, that didn't happen. That was a common theme. That was a question that came. Did you turn the camera? Did you get the camera? Yeah. Shut up. And uh, and she's and so she's like, that's fine. Theo's gonna go away. We've got the hearing tomorrow. So again, we find out that there's there's his uh, I guess arraignment tomorrow. Yeah. And um, I think that's how it works. I'm not a lawyer. And Jim does think that Theo's got something planned, but Leslie's like, listen, this is uh, Aubrey James is gonna testify, it's and gonna it's be gonna good. it's gonna be fine. It's good. And um, she's like, come to bed, doctor's orders, and he's like, nah. no. Nah. So I'm like, well, you it's suck, Jim. Gore- <laughs> He's like, I've got a brood for a little while over here. Well, it's very important. I mean, he couldn't show emotion. We couldn't of have that. Of course not. Um, well, it is in, in canon. And I know I keep going back to canon, but that's my job. Um, Gordon's gut mm-hmm. is a big part of who his character is. Yeah. His logic leaps, his able, mm-hmm. his ability to connect A plus B plus C. To see the bigger plan. Is... A part of who makes Gordon, Gordon. And yet he's also so very easily manipulated, at least in this iteration. Well, you know, he's also easily beat up. This is true. So, so much. Um, so, so we go to the mugger that we saw at the beginning, and he um, wakes up surrounded by these uh, super fun group of monks who seem like really nice guys. Good times. Good times. And uh, they just want to spread the good word <laughs> of murder. Of murder. And so um, Father Creel is there, and he tells him that the time of reckoning is at hand, which, you know, is just normal door-to-door, do. have you As met you Jesus now, stuff. We're not, now, we're not confusing this with Sleepy Hollow, are we? Because that's... <laughs> no, that would be very different. No apocalypse? No thing? apocalypse. Okay. Reckoning, apocalypse? No. no. Okay. No, just the regular reckoning. Oh, okay. Um, and so he says, the blood of the nine will wash away the sin. And I immediately, if you have played any of the Elder Scrolls games... You will know that, by God, they talk about the nine all the time. Those are the nine gods. And I was just like, I had Elder Scrolls flashbacks. Did you? Yeah. Okay. Um, When, at the beginning of this episode, I attempted to count the monks on the docks. Yes. Originally, I said there were nine. Yes. I was wrong. During my rewatch, there are ten Mm -hmm. plus the... Father Creel. Father Creel. I always want to call him, plus the priest. Yeah. But he's not. He's the the head dude. Yeah. Father Creel. Head monkey um, charge. Yes. Uh, so there's a total of 10. Okay. I thought there were nine, but okay. there are 10. So the blood of the nine, but you take away the leader dude, you still have nine monks. Monks. Okay. I was trying to find some connection. Mm-hmm. I was trying to get ahead. Why of, nine? I was trying to get ahead of the game. Yeah. And I lost. Yeah. Um, so, but this is clearly the Order of St. Dumas. Mm-hmm. So this is, I'm going to interject a little bit of the canon here. Okay. Um, there are, the Order of St. Dumas actually uh, splinter, is a splinter group of the Knights Templar. <gasps> they literally are. That's awesome. Um, off of the Knights Templar, which the Order of St. Dumas in and of itself actually splintered two more times. So there's a total of three different factions of, of the St. Dumas. The one faction is uh, Dumas. Mm-hmm. And they're, they, have, they put all their power behind Dumas. Right. They call him Dumas. The second one ha- puts all of their power behind uh, Azrael. Oh, okay. Then the third one is the Order of Purity. 
which nobody really cares about anyway. But um, but there are overrated, right? But there are three of them, and the fact that there is one part in here where Galavan refers to himself as "My name is Dumas," right? So I don't know if he's, and that's an actual, that's a character, that's a person. But it's also a family name, as we found out the Saint Dumas. It it is a family name, so I don't know if they're trying to make a nod to because he's a damn good fighter. Yeah. Later on, Um, but then there's Azriel, who. We really, I'm hoping, I really want to see him really soon. Yes. We, we have to. They can't introduce the Order of Saint-Demas and not have Azrael. Yeah. So. I kind of don't uh, want Theo to be Azrael, though. I don't, but he could be Dumas. Yes. Yes. He, and I'm saying that with quotes. Dumas, not just a knight of the a Order. A Dumas, yeah. The Dumas. Yeah. So, I don't know. But yeah. there is a third faction, so I don't know if they're going to hit all three factions. Or just the two, or... I don't even know that they're going to do more than one faction, honestly. With the way but Gotham is... if they bring is, in Asriel, that does make... That's two factions. That's true. Unless they so just dick around with Canon and make Asriel... Ooh, ooh, prediction. Ooh, ooh, you raise your hand in everything. Um, they're going to bring Asriel in to stop Dumas. Oh. Not that Gordon's going to bring him in, but he's going to come the in order. and counter... That okay. order's going to come in and counter... Interesting. And of okay. course, Jim will work with him until he realizes that Asriel is also... A bad guy. Yeah, I just wanted to get that on, on record. Okay, that's good to know. Um, I'm calling it. So, so Father Creel, um, you know, they're not just Father there Cruel? to... Creel? Cruel. Cruel. Father Cruel. Father Cruel. Um, they're not just there to um, to uh, read to him some scripture. Uh, they end up cutting the mugger's throat. And um, they talk about cleansing Gotham. So you cleanse had... Gotham by killing people. That's sure, fine. exactly. Well, you know, blood sacrifice. Well, you know, if that would have been the rule, Gotham would be super <clears> cleansed <throat> already. <laughs> That's true. And all I, all I can think of now is from Monty Python and the Holy Grail and those monks. They're they're doing that chant, and then they hit themselves in the head with the wood. Yep. I'm sorry. B-A-S-U Domine. Something. I used to know it because it was, there was a. If it's playing, I can do it. There was a Monty Python uh, video game at one point, a computer game. Aww. Oh, my God. It was amazing. I need to get my grubby little hands on it because it was amazing. It was hilarious. I'm. You, you know what we need to put under our random movies? Yeah. I think it's already out there on our list. We need to have a discussion about that off air. Okay. Good to know. Okay. Um, so we go to Bruce's school the next day, and um, Bruce and Selena are just hanging out, which I was just happy to see. And um, they're, like, staking the school out, and uh, Selena's telling him that she's like, listen you're this is a stupid game you're playing because this because it is because this family is way smarter than you and uh world class she's a world-class liar from a family of, of world, world class cl- yeah i cannot speak so i'm gonna stop i've given you alcohol it's okay i'm sorry um and so she's like they're gonna see through you and he's like that's entirely possible and he's like but i have to do this because of the whole parent thing and um selena tells him that the best liars tell the truth foreshadowing foreshadowing and um and right as he's like oh look at silver's car and he looks back over at her and she's already up a tree and well i feel sorry for for cameron because you they pan up and it's her ass climbing up into the tree and i'm like you poor girl she had to have had so much self-image issues that day they filmed that probably she's a young climbing girl. up that tree in those skinny jeans and yeah. i was like that's all right girl. although can i just say that in this episode she looks amazing i was like girl you look okay don't her even hair worry about is it. on point. Like they even her, put her eyebrow game is, and they put her in some makeup, but it wasn't like, yeah, it wasn't obvious. Like when makeup. Silver wears makeup, it 
ooks me out and I don't know why. It's like it's she's too, a ch- because she's a child. It's too much. Yes. Yeah. Well, my youngest daughter is 20. Right. If she were to wear makeup, I it would weird you weird out. Weird me out. Yeah. Because she just, she looks so much younger than she is. She she's does. so tiny. She's a tiny itty bitty little thing. Though. And she does. She looks a lot younger than she is. Um, which I can't wait. Because she turns 21 in like seven months. Yeah. And she's going to get carded so hard. So much. It's hilarious. I'm already looking forward to it. So, yeah. um, <laughs> I'm such a great parent. <laughs> Parenting done right. Uh, so anyway, um, during the scene, to get back to the show, mm-hmm. um, did you, I felt like I was, we missed something. Yeah, because, well, we definitely, Selena said I can prove it. You we know, definitely in the last missed episode, something because that's the last we saw. And so now I can prove now, it. And now we're here. They're and they're scheming cons- together. I know. I was like, we missed something big. They better mm-hmm. explain. And they did explain it. Yeah. So, but I was, I really felt like, what? Yeah. Cause I'm like, y'all are bros again. So, I mean, I, I guess we're, I guess we were supposed to feel that. Yeah. I don't know how happy because they couldn't I don't know if show I like us that. what happened in between without having With, that would spoiling the, the reveal. reveal yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I guess in hindsight, but at the time I was like, "What the fuck? What just happened?" Yeah, yeah. Which I don't like. What the fucks? Yeah, I know you don't. Uh, so we go to the GCPD, and um, Jim is uh, browbeating Alvarez again. Um, Poor Alvarez. To call the morgue to find out if uh, okay, Marla wait. Penguin's body has shown up. He asks Alvarez to call the morgue, but isn't Lee running the morgue? Mm. Isn't that what yes. an Emmy does? Yes. That's excellent. I don't want to talk to my girlfriend, so you talk to her, Alvarez. Because I used to watch Dr. G Medical Examiner. That's true. On a regular basis. That's and true. that was the morgue. That's yep. where the dead bodies went. And isn't that, isn't Lee's the M.E.? Yeah, wouldn't, so, wouldn't Leslie, like, be the first one to be like, hey, I think this is Mama Mama Cobblepot. <sighs> yeah. Which morgue is just synonymous for coroner. It's all the freaks. I was, I, what? Yeah. Talk to your own point. damn girlfriend, just saying. But Alvarez, like, I called yesterday, and he's like, call again today. And so he's like, whatever. Um, and so uh, this is when Harvey comes in. And he's like, hey, Look. he's like, hey, I found this, uh, the religious symbol that they found in, in Theo's uh, penthouse. Um, he says that uh, he talked to a priest he knows, Father, Father Tim or something. It was Father something. Father Bob, Father Max, Father, T- I like Tim because that's Monty Python. Um, that's what made me think of it. <laughs> but it was like, Father- clearly Harvey has connections literally everywhere. I really hope Harvey hasn't been reduced to research. Me too. And um, so Jim, uh, Jim says that he tells him that he saw Theo and, um, and Harvey tells him that, that the symbol traces back to the order of St. Dumas. Well, he also asks, did you get the cameras turned off? Yeah. Which yeah. would be, I've taught you well. Young uh, of course it would. So. And so this is when Barnes uh, comes over and he's uh, visibly limping and um, he wants Jim to work a case uh, which is our dead mugger. That we know is related to the monks, but Jim does not know that. Well, it's a, a crook that got his throat slit. Yep. Out on the... By the docks. By the, the docks. Because where else are they going to go? Everything is the docks. Um, which my first thought was Joker. Yeah. Or a Joker, not, I don't want to say copycat, but as part of... I thought they were maybe seeding. Yeah, because they've, they've already started that. That's right. Was it this episode that started... No, it was last episode. It was last episode with the, with the Okay, so ha, ha, ha. I thought, yeah, I thought that this was uh, just a re- a just seed. a vigilante. I thought it was, yeah, 
for okay. uh, the Joker story, but turns out mm. I was disappointed. Um, so because it would have been good. Yeah. So Jim is like, yeah. Anyway, I want to work the Theo thing, and even though Theo's in jail, and uh, Barnes is like, yeah, no, you're not gonna, and um. So he he goes into his office, and this is where um, Harvey tells him about Saint Dumas, and he's like, "Funny thing is, they used to be really big until about a hundred years ago when they disappeared, and they had an abbey downtown. And guess who tried to buy it a week ago? <gasps> the mayor's office. Oh no! And uh, which has Theo even been mayor like a week? Cause damn, we're just gonna have to go. Well, it's been." If we just had, if we just buried Parks, right? Then it's been at least several days. That's since true. That's true. Uh, the morning after, it's been several days. The day after Theo got, Theo got arrested, so it could be a week. Man, so Theo tried to buy it like immediately after becoming mayor. I mean, Harvick could be, you know, rounding. Which I don't know why the mayor's office had to try to buy it. He could have, whatever. Covering. Yeah. Covering and his so, paper um, trail. The owner said no. And so um, Harvey then completely enables Jim because Jim's like, let's check it out. And Harvey's like, all right. <laughs> well, the sole reason that Bullock pushes back on the whole idea of going and investigating this, even though Barnes has told him not to, is because it is a it is now a Chinese slap slap joint. Slap chap joint. And yeah. um, which sounds completely benign and non Absolutely, you know, legitimate. Uh, Bullock wants to go check it out, and this is his excuse. So, yeah. so it's a he's, massage parlor. He's such an enabler of an intimate nature, and um, so we go there and we see um, we see this woman leading this guy into a room, so and dramatic. it pans back to the hallway, and Father Creel is there with some of his murder monks, and uh, they pull their knives out, and they're like, they do. <clears throat> They're in, they're in this they're narrow synchronized. They're in this narrow little hallway and they all dramatically pull out their knives and I'm like, seriously. Yeah. How many times did they have to film that to get them to get them yeah. in sync yeah. and all with the right faces and Yeah. Sometimes I just wonder what people are doing. Yeah. So we go back to Bruce's school and he's having a heart to heart with fucking Silver. Now, Silver. Silver. Let's discuss Silver for just a second. I believe previously I said Silver was not a canon character. Did I say that or did I dream that? I don't I remember. I didn't think she was canon. She is canon. Oh. Silver is, in fact, a canon character who I found by accident while looking up St. Dumas. Okay. She, uh, and d- she did have a romantic connection with Bruce Wayne, but, of course, as adults. Right. And she was uh, engaged to a senator. And, but then she broke it off with the senator because she was in love with Bruce and she knew who Bruce was. She knew Bruce was the Batman. Um, but I don't then, like her knowing that. Right. So she, she sucks. And of course, then she realized that she couldn't live with, you know, him being in danger all the time. And then he, she left this town and then she came back and she was engaged to this uh, Senator Evan Gregory. But then she breaks up with him. And, um, but then Gregory was abducted by Joker. Of course he was. Everybody has Because been. everybody's abducted by Joker at some point. And he lost his right arm and leg before Damn. he was rescued by Batman. And then Batman convinced Silver to stay with Gregory while he recovers, reasoning that Gregory needed her now more than ever. 
and that they can wait until the current crisis had passed. But Aha. Silver was furious at the notion of being loaned out to another man. I kind of don't blame her. Thank goodness for women actually thinking in this freaking comic book series. So, yeah, it's an on-again, off-again garbage, but then she eventually dies. So Okay. Well, so cool. I was thinking that I had said previously that she was not canon. I think you might have. I can't but remember. She, she is. Okay. Um. So Bruce is like, uh, yeah. Like anyway, your your uncle completely legitimately like I'm not going to demonize this at all. Tried to buy my company in return for uh, telling me who murdered my parents because that's a completely legitimate business decision. Sure, absolutely. And uh, he's like, um, how about I pay for his uh, defense? And you get me the name. And she's like, you think he's guilty? And he's like, no, I just, but. At what did no. he, what on earth did he say that caused her to believe any, if you're talking like a legitimate person talking to him. Yeah. Caused him to, her to think that Bruce thinks he's guilty. He's willing to pay for his defense. He never at any point said, my I think only he's innocent, thing is, I think he's guilty. My only thing is she thinks that he's getting off today and he's not actually going to get it's going to go to trial i don't know i don't know but she's automatically accusing bruce of yeah yeah so i'm like is that part of the play yeah i don't know i don't know where that came from yeah because i in my rewatch i was like it doesn't really fit her mo and i don't I didn't even get that impression from Bruce's argument. I didn't either. He was being, he was going out of his way to be like, not that I think he's guilty or anything. Absolutely. And so anyway, he, they go on and they finally make their agreement and he, well, he leans over and whispers in her ear. Yeah, he does. And then he kisses her. Yep. But when he kissed her, this bell rings. Yeah. What was that? Well, you know, when you kiss people, bells ring, don't you know? Haven't been kissing the right people. See, apparently. there's there's our problem. Um, but I the only reason I actually bring it up is the sound of the bell sounds almost exactly like my PlayStation when I win a trophy when I get a trophy. Oh, like when you get one of the and you're like what I just did. You get one of the accom- you know the accomplishments. Yeah. yeah. It's almost exactly what it sounded like. And I was like, so Bruce Wayne got an accomplishment. <laughs> Kissed a pretty girl. He's part of accomplishment hunters or yeah. whatever the name of that group is. Um, so, and the whole time Selena's in the tree above them. And I think that's great. And, um, so he, uh, Silver says that she'll, she'll talk to Theo. Yes. See what, you know, what's what. And, um, she leaves and Selena jumps down or Selena calls down because she stays in the tree and she's like, um, you still don't have a name yet. You got to get that. And he's like, I'll get it. I'm late for class. And so he walks off, and um, we see uh, these guys watching him from from this completely nondescript van. That, Absolutely. Why do people let creepy vans be parked outside of schools with children? I don't know, but and so um, this guy, he's like, "Oh, not yet." As Bruce walks by, and we're like, "Oh, shit's about to go down." Can we go ahead and discuss him? Yes. Okay. This is the knife. That is the actor is Tommy Flanagan. He's fabulous. Who he was on Sons of Anarchy, and his casting of this character has been all over the news for weeks. And his the only reason after the rewatch, the only reason we even know that his character's name is the knife is because a he was listed as a guest star. Yeah. Tommy Flanagan as the knife. Yeah. I was like, really? They had to spell that out. 
They never so. once mention his name yeah, in the not, episode. Yeah, not in the episode. But it's all over the news. Tommy Flanagan's been cast as the knife. So I tried to look up this character, <laughs> the knife. Do you know how difficult it is <laughs> to do a Google search for knife? And anything related to Batman. Well, yeah, there's so many. I went to the Batman wiki itself and put in the knife thinking it would pull up no do you know how many supervillains use knives <laughs> in different situations <laughs> i freaking gave up you tried though so if anybody has any information as a canon character this the knife i couldn't find diddly or squat okay i love this guy though he's great oh he was absolutely he was fabulous. wonderful he, he looks great he sounds the accent is wonderful i just was like i should have known better yeah when i typed it yeah. in so um so jim and uh bullet go to uh this uh what was the slap Mas- slap joint massage parlor slap slap joint yeah massage parlor slap quote slap massage i mean come yeah. on it's okay completely legitimate and uh, they're like, this doesn't look like a massage place. And Harvey's like, well, maybe there's another entrance. And of course, this is when Harvey a- would know about the alternate entrances. I'm just putting that out of there. Of course he would. And so this is when, of course, uh, all these screaming women come running out. And um, so, of course, they go in and they find that um, this guy is dead on the floor. And did you notice that Bullock was very, very protective of those women? He was. He's like, come on, come on. And immediately Jim's like, Make sure they get out okay. And Harvey's like, best assignment ever. (laughs) But I was mad because I was like, do not be alone, Jim, you giant trash can. I know. (sighs) Where's backup? I know. And so, uh... They, uh, this monk attacks Jim and they, he, for some reason is able to fend the guy off and he stabs the guy with, with his giant knife. With his own giant knife. And he just backs away and pulls it out like it's no big. And then he, uh, he runs outside and Jim catches him and he's got a gun on him and he's like, drop the knife and the guy calmly drops it. And, um, he's... <laughs> he says the day of reckoning is at hand and then he calmly backs into the street and lets a truck run over yeah, him. Yeah, I was I was trying desperately to text out to you that he's going to step out into traffic. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Before he stepped into you traffic. Did. I got that from you. I was like, you called it. And I was just I was barely getting it out before he did cuz as soon as his back was to just to the street you in were and like, of itself, I was about- like he's going to step out into traffic. Yeah. And of course a truck Happened a to be giant driving. truck yeah. going pretty damn fast. Um, I just was I was trying desperately to yeah. call it before it happened because it's important. You you get points for um, that. But yeah, he repeats the exact same thing that Father Creel said earlier. Except Jim didn't hear Father Creel say it, so True. now we've got yeah Jim hearing it. Not creepy. So, so yeah yeah. Good so times. we go to the GCPD and Jim is trying to sell Barnes on this whole hey look what I did that I wasn't supposed to be doing thing. Can I just say that Jim's attitude in this scene is borderline hilarious. <laughs> and I'm like Barnes, are you just now realizing that Jim does not listen to anything you say unless he likes it? Jim's I told you so <laughs> was so blatantly obvious. Yeah, it was just. Yeah. And so, um, which I, I have an issue because Jim says, um, you know, we know about this, this, uh, this order of monks and they believed in, um, uh, 
well, self-flagellation, basically. Yeah, he refers to them as penitents. Yes. And uh, so Barnes is like, I left my thesaurus in my purse. First of all, can we just, like, not make it bad to be educated? I took that as a very negative, like, that's a big word, and I don't know it because I'm a dude. Yeah, and to use the reference of a purse. Yeah. Yeah. As to where you would carry like a dictionary. Like, negative, I'm like, yeah. That's just... Yeah. Anywho... So, um, but Jim's like this, this, you know, they, they, um, believe in purifying themselves with hurting themselves basically. And so, um, this is where he says they were big. Self-harm is bad. Self-harm is bad kids. Um, we love you. And, um, so he says that, uh, you know, they were big in Gotham. They were gone a hundred years ago. And, um, Barnes is like, anyway, so do what I told you and give your crap to Alvarez and let him work on it. And uh, he's like, I already wanted you to look into this other case of this dead mugger, and you didn't do it. And Jim's like, hey, by the way, I did, and um, the the mugger was grabbed by monks. Was the punk, was the monk purse snatcher, the punk monk purse snatcher. Yeah, he's like, he almost like. So there goes my joker seed. If he would have had a mic, he would have dropped it. And uh, (laughs) (laughs) Don't make me drop this mic. I know, please don't. Okay. And so um, he's like, there's some kind of ritual involved. And he's like, he wants to get his hands on a monk and make him talk. Yeah, he does. And um, he's like, he's very adamant that what's going to happen is going to happen that day. Well, he does make a good case for it. Yeah. And so he's like, all right, which Barnes agrees, but it's mostly just like, you're going to fucking do what you want anyway. But just make, just make sure you get back. In the time hearing for the trial, time yes. for Aubrey James's testimony. Well, and they talk about that five are already dead. Yep. Which leaves four. And I was sitting there thinking, okay, so you got the guy on the dock. And then I couldn't figure out who the other four were. He said some bankers. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know where the other four came in. I, I, I don't made, either. I tried I to started, count too. It was like, I don't Mm-mm. know. But they made it really vague, which, okay, I would rather than make it vague than them only count to three. That's true. As opposed to actually five. That's true. Or six. They at least addressed it. Yeah. they. Kind of, I mean, they made and it. And some bankers. And some people. So yeah. they didn't blatantly show five different murders. Yeah. Um, but they didn't miscount. Yeah. So I guess I'm okay with it. So uh, we go back to Bruce's school and um, so Bruce gets a uh, voicemail from Silver. And she says that she talked to her uncle and he's agreed to Bruce's proposition, and um, she's like, he told me the name. Okay. Meet me after school. And so Bruce goes out, and um, he very uh, stealthily avoids Alfred, which apparently we're over the fact that Alfred can't be outside the school. Apparently so. Because all the other fucking rich kids have chauffeurs. I don't know why it was so weird that he was like, no, I Alfred. don't know. Bruce is such a weird it's, kid. It's emo kids. Emo kids, Emo man. kids, I mean. And so um, so Bruce goes over to where Silver told to meet him, and this van pulls up. And uh, they open the door, and of course they have Silver, and she's got duct tape over her mouth, and oh my Thank God. Thank God. I know. And so um, the knife tells Bruce, he's like, get in or we'll kill her. And he's like, get in really quietly, just get in the van, and of course Bruce gets in and they drive away. Yeah, I had no idea what was going on at this point. Yeah. At this point, I didn't either. Yeah, the first time I watched it, I was like, oh, shit, that's 
Theo's people or Tabitha or some. That's some what shit. I thought yeah. it was. At and first. that's what we were supposed to think. Yes. Until. And so um, Jim and Harvey go to visit Leslie and at the morgue. The morgue <gasps> oh my God. Places. She still has a job. She does still have a job. Whoa. I was like, oh my God, she's actually doing like, like Emmy stuff. And um, she's examined the, uh, the monk that looks suspiciously good for being hit by a giant Doesn't truck. He? And, um, well, he did bleed out on the way to the truck. So that's true. <laughs> just saying. So, uh, it shows that he has, um, the, uh, scars, uh, consistent with either he cut himself on his palm and he also had like whip scars on his back. Well, she also explained very specifically that, that it was self-inflicted and how they look self-inflicted, yes. which I was like, okay, they actually gave her something. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. And so, um, it turns out. Two more uh, guys have turned up dead and with their throats cut, just like this guy. So we're at, and Bullock just happens, see, again, Bullock just walks in with a file, and I'm yeah. like, okay, do not reduce him to being uh, research. Like, and yeah. So now we have seven. Yes. Two to go. Two left to fill, fulfill the prophecy that Jim is making up because he doesn't really know anything. Hey, whatever. And um, Sounded good. <laughs> so Lee wonders how uh, how in the hell these monks are getting around town and not being seen. Uh, because the woman saw uh, saw the monks take right. her mugger away, but they, quote unquote, vanished. And um, so Jim, of course, looks at the guy's shoes and right away he's like, sewers! But that's what Gordon does. Yes. So and I, I can accept. Okay. You can accept. I'm, I'm sorry, Ben. I really don't buy him. As Jim Gordon. I don't either. Every time I see him, everything else about the show I love. All the other actors yeah. and I love. But Ben McKenzie as Jim Gordon makes my stomach turn. He's just not good enough, I don't think. I, and I hate that. I don't, yeah, I hate that I don't like it. But it's canon Jim Gordon that he yeah. would pick up the shoes and immediately think. Yeah. But I don't buy it from, from this, Ben. From yeah. Ben. Yeah, I don't either. I just don't see that intelligence in his face. Because I know canonically he is that way, but every time I'm like, oh, Jim figured something out. How did that happen? I just, it's hard to swallow. Yeah, it really is. Um, and of course you get a nice moment from Harvey going, please, no, no, no. we're not. And of course they go of to the sewers. He, hey, Bullock, we went to Slap Slap. So. We went to Slap Slap, so now we get to go do the sewers with fun me. for Jim. I don't, so they go, they go into the sewers. Jim, Jim's a dirty boy. Jim's a dirty boy. <laughs> Do we go to the sewers already? Yeah, we go to the sewers and um Oh, that's right. And so they they head down uh toward the docks because they're like, well, this way is the docks, and they're gonna go. And of course, when we pan away, we see that there's a monk hiding, uh, watching them. And you're like, This oh. is gonna end well. Um, and so <laughs> this is the best scene. We go to Ed, who's talking on the phone. To his murder boyfriend? To his murder boyfriend, and he's it's the best thing because he's like, did you try jiggling the handle? <laughs> well, I don't know. What did you put in it? <laughs> and already I'm just like, they are 112% married. So married. It's the best thing. Like, like old married. Yes. Not even new married. Not e- yeah, married. they skipped the honeymoon period. And yeah, they're just crusty and old together. I was a little surprised to see Ed back at work, though. Yeah, well, I guess if They his- kind of didn't. If he's to show his whole story, he can't be conspicuously absent. I don't know. I guess. Um, Somebody has to make money because Penguin apparently is quite the little temperamental house guest. At the same time, if they'd have jumped back and forth between scenes, we would have griped about that too. True. 
Um, and so Leslie comes over and he immediately like hangs up the phone and he's like, can I help you with something? And she's like, oh, so Jim wants you to do the toxicology on this uh, monk's body. Reminding us that he is forensics. Right. And so he's like, that's great. That's fine. And um, she's like, just out of curiosity, were you talking to Kristen on the phone? And he's like, no. And she was like, oh, I'm sorry. It sounded like you were talking to somebody at your apartment. And he's like, it was my plumber. And she's like, all right, anyway. And he's like, but but uh, Miss Kringle has left town with, with Officer Doherty. And she was like, are you serious? He used to beat her. And he's like, yeah, well, she lied to me and da-da-da-da-da. And, you know, Leslie's like, um, she she keeps trying to talk to him. And finally, Ed just, like, faked, fake cries. Until Leslie's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I shouldn't be. I'm, I'm being so insensitive. And he's like, I just want to focus on my job right now. And she's like, that's okay. Well, when he says that... She left town with Officer Doherty. He's not entirely wrong. He didn't 100% lie. No. Like. Because she technically is like in the same ni- place as Officer Doherty now. Like 98.5% love a lie. But a little. But just a little bit of truth. The best oh, liars. The best liars always tell. See? Exactly. We got a theme going. And so as soon as she leaves, because uh, uh, Ed answers his phone and of course it's Oswald, and he's like, "Oh, where's the spicy mustard?" And I swear you better not have used it. Oh, there it is. And then Thanks. he just hangs up. Click, and I'm like, "Oh my god, Oswald is that kind of boyfriend?" Yeah, absolutely. Well, we knew that. We knew he was high maintenance. Sandwiches are important, and he's so high maintenance. And I'm just so, like, this is the best thing ever. Yes. And so we go to uh, Bruce and Silver, and the knife, and um, Bruce tries to talk to the guy. And he's like, you know, you need to let us go. And he gets he gets slapped for his trouble. And uh, which sometimes Bruce deserves. Yeah. And the guy's like, listen, we're outside the city. Nobody can hear you scream except for me. And he's like, listen, we know that Theo Gallivan has been looking into the murders of uh, Thomas and Martha Wayne. And so he wants to know what Theo knows. So we're getting the impression that the knife works for the people inside of Wayne Enterprises. And that's what Bruce says. He says, you're working for the people at Wayne Enterprises, aren't you? And um, Wayne Wayne Industries or Enterprises? I, was, I oh, have listed Enterprises. enterprises. Because Industries is Stark. And uh, he's like... <laughs> Yeah. Stark Wayne, you know. And he's like, don't you? And then he gets a slap for it. So, yeah, Bruce plants that idea as well. Okay. So that's where I got the idea. Yeah. From. He actually said it. Okay. And so Bruce is like, I don't know anything. He didn't tell me anything. And um, he's like, listen, I'm going to start cutting fingers off until one of y'all talks to me. <laughs> and he's very theatrical about it. And um, But he's so good at he's it. so great. I was like. He's done this before. I was like, this guy is awesome. I know I'm not supposed to like him, but he's awesome. And so, um. He starts to pull Bruce away, still tied to his chair, into the other room. And Bruce is like, Silver, Silver, please tell him. You you said that your uncle told you a name. And she's so, like, yeah, about that. Don't I'll lie know. to you. Now, this is where, okay, the fact that Bruce was not going to try and stand up and save the day and protect Silver, which is kind of what I was expecting. This was my tip-off. He was like, no, no, Silver, you need to tell him. I was like, something's not right here. This was my tip off something's that right Bruce here. was behind it because it was like, oh, we're trying to get Silver to talk. I was like, this ain't right. Yeah. I just didn't go as far as you did with it. So mm. and you she's win. Like, she's like, yeah, um, I kind of lied. Uh, I was just supposed to keep you busy until my, After uncle, the tro- the- until my uncle got released because he's convinced he's getting released Absolutely. today. And then he was going to still talk you into selling your company. So there's that. And she's like, I don't really know anything. 
And so uh, the knife just is like, anyway, so he just drags Bruce off into the other room. And we're like, uh-oh. Well, the fact that he took Bruce into another room should have been another clue. Yeah, that was when I was like, which, that's what's going on here. Again, in hindsight, apparently I don't. I was so caught up in the show that I just didn't. <gasps> yeah. I wasn't paying attention. But yeah, in hindsight, yes. Him dragging him to another room to Where he couldn't torture. be seen. Yeah. Yeah, real yeah. torture would be doing it right there in front of so her. So she can see it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But so, when you're, I mean, again, they're like, what? Uh, we figure Bruce is what? 13-ish. 13? Yeah, something like that. And so um, so we go to Jim and Harvey um, on their fun sewer vacation. Dirty, dirty sewers. I loved it when Harvey was like, you know, just when you think Gotham has shown you all her secrets, she unveils a flower. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, Harvey. Oh, Harvey. Um, and so they hear screaming. And, of course, they, they find this weird, like, shrine altar, altar kind of thing. area do you know how long it would take to set up all those candles i yeah. just want to say well and even the stonework around it was elaborate oh yeah and but yeah, well you know the saint dumas that's true has been around for a long time in gotham that's in Go- true they helped build gotham so okay i'll, I'll give them a pass city. on that you're the one who said that you yeah. texted me built the city on rock and roll and murder and murder and fear um, so they find another, another guy dead on the altar and, um, so we're at eight. Yep. And so he's got all this crap drawn on his forehead and, uh, they're attacked by this other monk and, um, well, it specifically attacks Harvey. Yes. Who Harvey turns around and pushes him through one of the rickety old, uh, columns. Yeah. And then immediately starts to pray. Yeah. Please don't fall. Please don't fall. Please, please don't, don't fall. fall. Please and don't it fall. works. It does. It works. You have to have to admit. And so, um, Jim's, Jim wants to call an ambulance and Harvey's like, no, no, we need to talk to him. We need to wake him up. But I understand Jim's argument. How are we supposed to make him talk? He doesn't feel pain. Yeah. And Harvey's just like, nope, gotta do it. Gotta do it. Nope. Gotta do it. And so <laughs> Harvey's like, listen, stay here. I've got to go, uh, which I thought was, this was a nice touch. Um, He's like, I don't get it. I don't have a signal down here, so I have to go up to call for the ambulance. Never separate. I know. Rule number one. But then Harvey leaves, and the monk starts talking about the Day of Reckoning again, and you can see that Jim gets an idea. I saw the light bulb. I saw the light bulb, yeah. Yeah. So we go back to our friend the knife, and um, he comes out of the room where he took Bruce, and he's got this giant bloody rag, and he's cleaning his knife, and he's like, you know... I'm pretty, I, I got a lot of respect for boy billionaires now. He's like, he didn't know a damn thing. And Silver's like, um, did you kill him? And he's like, no, not yet. But that's kind of up to you now. What you, you know, what you tell me. And Silver's like, I don't know anything. And he's like, all right, I'll just hurt you. Well, he says to her, the Wayne kid has some sap in him, but yep. you, you know when you meet someone and you just don't click, that's how I feel about you. What I want to know is, did is that what Selena? Selena that's Selena talking. Oh yeah, that's yeah. not. I half the expected knife. later to he see him have an earpiece and she was feeding him lines. I don't know. That, yeah, but again, she's a kid, so I don't know if he. Yeah. Ta- but he could take that. But inspiration. yeah, that was total Selena. Okay, so now imagine if you will. Okay, Selena convincing the knife. To do the charade. Right. Because they're children. Yeah. <laughs> Admittedly, Bruce pays him a handsome sum. But, but again, still, they're kids. They're children. And they're this asking. This is another kid. They're asking him to kidnap 
the mayor's niece. Mm -hmm. That's not a small thing. Yeah. So just imagine Selena convincing him. And she's like, listen, this little twit is a bitch. And his goons (laughs) and... I was just like, man, how did she convince this man to do this for her? Selena got some pull. Yeah, she does. In the criminal community. And um, the threat of violence to her works because immediately she's like, my uncle's going to kill you. He's yeah, she kill- totally changes. She clicks and he, she's like, he's going to kill you and everybody you know. So you better let me go right now. And um, he's like, no, you're still hiding something. And so he actually goes. Well, his his reaction to her, I loved it. Because he says, there, there you, you are. are. Yeah. I was like, Ugh. And of course, I had a hook flashback to, there you are, Peter. <laughs> uh, but I was like, yeah, he was waiting for this. Because he knew. And um, especially since Selena knew. Mm-hmm. Selena saw it firsthand. Absolutely. And so... Um, he actually takes one of her fingers and he's got the knife to it before she starts talking. I think it's her thumb. It's her thumb. I should talk into the microphone. And um, so she's like, Malone, Malone. And uh, his first initial is M. And um, so she says, I'll give you just a second. Okay. And so um, she's like, uh, I, he didn't tell me when when he told Bruce. He told me earlier. He told me when he first Why found out. Why did she out. volunteer that information? I don't know. Technicality to show... I, I guess. She didn't technically lie, which I don't know why she cared about that. And so, um, <laughs> so this is when uh, the knife is like, all right, are we good? And Bruce and Selena show up. So you know stuff about M. Malone, right? M. Malone, I believe, stands for Matches Malone. Okay. That um, sounds like a mobby kind of name. It is a Bruce Wayne frequently used alias. <gasps> oh, Oh, he used Matches Malone in Batman the Animated Series. He dressed up like a bum. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. I'm so glad I could help you have a seizure. I'm very excited. Okay. It was actually the name. Um, he was uh, an actual criminal okay. to begin with. Okay. Uh, it's just, he was very brief. And then uh, Bruce Wayne picked up the alias to use he actually had nothing to do with thomas and martha's um murder no because we know canonically right. victor chill did that uh he was a uh, small time only or joe chill joe chill yeah he was just he was real small time yeah uh, so when he died he became one of bruce's many weapons okay as batman he's he started using him as an alias so okay. they only refer to him as m malone but it has to be matches yeah yeah so i was excited yeah that's awesome I was excited at this point for a different reason because I was like, yeah, boy, yeah, <laughs> boy. Yeah, because uh, Bruce and Selena come in and Silver's like very confused, which I found completely gratifying. It was so, for me, the rest of the scene was just, it was just cake. fist pumping. Yeah, I was like, yeah. yes. And um, Selena's like, we tricked you. And um, Bruce pays the knife and he's like, thank you so much for your help. And the knife leaves with his with his guys. He's like, y'all, y'all good? Can we? Yeah, are we yeah, good? Okay. We're all right, good. We're all right, here. all right, bye. And so, Bruce, so I mean, the knife could have. He was like, if they could have killed her, and the knife was like, all right, I'm done. I'm out of here. And whatever, he went, whatever. There, it's all up to you. Got what you needed. All right, I'm gone. Yeah, jobs are over. We good. All right. And so, uh, <laughs> Bruce tells Silver that he's like, yeah, I tr- I did trust you, but selena broke into your apartment and found the file you had on me that was clearly which ex- showing that you were going after me which explains the plot hole from earlier thank you very much yep and um 
We're excited. Can you tell? Oh, so much. And so he's like, thank you for your help. And Silver's like, the name is bullshit, basically. And Selena's like, yeah, except for you only gave it up when you were physically being threatened. Well, and the fact that she gave up a name. At all. That she could easily have made up a name when Bruce was being Yes, uh, and she did not. And Selena's little attitude and her little finger pointing. I was like, girl. Because now that we know that Silver didn't, because at the very beginning, I thought Silver was in on it. You did. And that would be a reason for her not to talk. Yes. But this just proves that what a cold bitch she is because she's like, I don't care if Bruce gets hurt, but oh, if you threaten me, then I'll give you crap. She's self-serving if nothing else. And so, uh, (laughs) and so, um, Silver starts to like go at Selena and Selena has a knife and she's like, come Come on, come on, come on. I dare you. And, um, she admits that Bruce is right about Theo and she's like, she'll, he'll kill me when he finds out. And he's, what wor- you know but he's now. worse. He's worse. And um, Bruce is like, yeah, peace. You pretended to be my friend, so fuck you. I'm paraphrasing. And um, Silver's <laughs> like, Silver's like, I believed everything you said. And he was like, yeah, you were supposed to. And That was um, the point. I was like, oh, my God. And she's like, um, this isn't you. And Bruce is like. Okay. Yes, it is. And it, we had a Batman moment. We did. He, when, when he comes back and he says to her, uh, that's what you think, but you're wrong. Yeah. His voice is very, he gets, that voice I changing. I was half expecting a cowl to show up. And his, his face and was, he was looking 100% down. Batman. Yeah, he's looking down at her at oh that, that um, 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 stereotypical Batman stature. Yeah. The glower. And me and my, my daughter were like, there he is, right there that's batman i'm so proud i'm like a proud oh, mama i know i'm like that's my baby like, this episode could have ended right there shows and over, i would have been happy into the series i'd be good let's go um so we go to jim and he has God damn a, it he has <laughs> a new monk jim, friend jim no he has a new monk friend well, he blindfolded him. He for, did blindfold is him. Is the monk not aware he's blindfolded yeah because he's like he's like um i can't see and he's like you were injured, brother, because he's pretending to be a monk. Mm-hmm. And um, badly, he's like, he's like, we killed the police. And um, Jim starts saying the vow about cleansing and some shit. And the guy follows in, and he's like, all that remains is the sun. And Jim's like, yes, the the, the sun. sun, sure, uh huh. And um, the monk asks for a blessing, and. Jim cuts his fucking hand. Well, Harvey walks in right at that minute, and Harvey's over at the side going, mm-mm, Harvey's like, mm-mm, don't do that mm-mm. shit. And so he... Um, do you know how long knife cuts take to on your heal on the show? That's why if you want to draw blood, don't do it from your palm, kids. Or um, anywhere ever. Just don't. Well, yeah. Just but, don't. Well, unless, of course, you know, there's the whole demon thing. Yeah. And you have to prove that you're not a shapeshifter or some shit. Yeah, just don't do it on your palm. That's a different that's show. A, that's a stupid place to put it. And so he does the whole blood on the forehead thing. And um, <laughs> the monk promises that the son of Gotham will die. And that will, like, finish the cleansing or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is when, because Harvey, Harvey's been playing along. He's in the room, but he's silent. This is when another officer comes in. And she's like, the ambulance is almost. And he's like, shut the fuck up and the monk's like what's going on and he figures it out that jim has tricked him yeah and the blindfold comes off and, and he's they like, put him Whoa. under arrest yeah 
And so, um, I'm expecting him him to have like one of those teeth capsules of poison or some shit. <laughs> yeah, like because they're that they're that hardcore. They're they are that ha- hardcore. If they're jumping in front of traffic, yeah, they're that hardcore. Yeah. Um, so we go to uh, Theo's penthouse and Tabitha is there. Which, by the way, there's police tape now. Yes, thank you. And Tabitha is uh, she's looking at this stone in the fireplace. And this is when Alfred shows up because he thinks Bruce is there. Well, she pulls out the uh, the old knife is what she pulls out of the fireplace. And, okay, so her arm, okay, we blatantly saw her get shot in the shoulder with a shotgun. A yes. shotgun. Yes. And she did At the, fairly she did close the, range. Yeah, and she did the whole jerk, you know, her mm-hmm. whole body, and we saw the splatter out yep. so but now they have like her upper arm wrapped bandage. up and she apparently has full motion and it's like an ace bandage i'm not no yeah Mm-mm. um and also i would caution young boy billionaires that when you're in your kidnap scheme as soon as you're at a place where alfred can't find you let him know you're safe send him a text yeah. um because alfred's there looking for bruce and tabitha i mean if he's going to ruin your super vigilante plans just you know a simple i'm okay i'm okay i'll be home soon whatever shenanigans yeah something um and so this is when tabitha um gets the gun out of his hand with a with her whip i have been waiting for this scene and fight scene is just alfred's like so bruce must be with silver and tabitha's like you're trespassing get out and um, she's like, Theo wouldn't mind if I killed you, or if or if Alfred uh, killed her. He says, I wonder what your brother do if I she's just. She's like, he wouldn't care. If I just disappeared you. Yeah. Dis- is that it's even grammatically speak. correct? It's Alfred speak. It's okay. You got to go with it. And. Um, well, it makes me think he's a little more than just her royal highness's army. Yeah. He's a little more special. I think he's MI6. He's special. And so. Um, Ooh, James Bond. He is. Yeah. He's he oh, okay. James Bond. All right. Um, and so Alfred go, he's going to go, but then this is when Tabitha brings the whip out and it was the greatest thing ever because he catches it. And all I can think of is Devo. (laughs) Oh my God. My life is a lovely memory. My my life is a musical. Yeah. Um, so, but it was beautiful. It was so great. I was like, he's going to catch it. He's going to catch it. And he did. He did sort of. And so they have a little tussle and, um, She's like, hey, I wasn't lying before. I don't know where the hell Bruce is. <laughs> For the record. I wasn't lying. I don't know. And so she stabs Alfred. She catches his side pretty darn good. Pretty darn good. And like, and stop hurting Alfred. We see a decent amount of blood. Stop. And um, Alfred is able to, uh, he knocks her out and then he's able to get out. And um, he takes the elevator down. That damn elevator. That damn elevator. And, and of course, Tabitha just decides that she can't let this go. No, of course not. And so she she's on top of the elevator, and she she opens the the hatch above her, and she starts shooting at him, and it's fine. No, he shoots at her. He shoots at her. He shoots at her because oh, on she his, just opens it, and then he shoots up at her. On because okay, she she throws the whip at him and knocks the gun out of his hand at the beginning of the scene. Well, as he's leaving to run for the elevator, he grabs the gun. Oh, okay. And he's shooting at her. Okay. So she just came to attack, and he shoots at her. Yes. And so he he is able to get outside, and what is it? You said Alfred is trash? Because he jumps to the garbage, jumps truck, to the garbage truck. Alfred is trash, yes. And um, Tabitha does run out, and she is able to get a throwing knife out, 
Which if she was Evie in Assassin's Creed, she would have hit him in the head. Absolutely. Um, but she gets it into his shoulder and Alfred passes out into the uh, garbage. So he is, in fact, trash. He okay. is trash. He's going to need some serious tetanus shots. Bless his little heart. Stop. Please stop hurting Alfred. Stop. Yeah. He's been stabbed so many times in this show. Yeah. Of course, I think Jim still has the record for injuries, gunshots, yeah. stab wounds. That's because he can't win a fight, man. But he heals so quickly. He's a super superhero in his own right. He is. So. He's got regen. Yeah. Um, and so we go to the courthouse. He's a mistake, isn't he? he? Oh, God damn it. No, she can show emotion. Oh, that's Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> that's the wrong that's the wrong comic house. We have crossover. Crossovers? Uh, so, yeah, crossovers. Awesome. Yep. Okay. And so we go to the courthouse, and the judge calls uh, everything to order. Her hair, that big old whoo, pompadour. Yeah. She, oh, yeah. I don't even know. And so Harvey Dent is the prosecutor. Okay, how did he go from defending Theo to prosecuting him? Uh, because Dent is a power whore. Oh, okay. Well, wouldn't you think in such... Okay, so at this point, Dent is the ADA. He's yeah, the he's, assistant district he's attorney. Not the DA. Wouldn't this is such a high profile case? Wouldn't the DA be prosecuting this? Not who the we ADA. don't know who the DA is. And nobody cares yeah. because nobody cares about Dent anyway because he's horrible. They managed to I make just still, Two-Face I don't, not cool. I don't understand how he went from defending because of a He was all behind the martial a, law plan. He was all, he thought like, all of it was great. A district attorney doesn't defend people. No. They prosecute people. He is the prosecutor. But before he was defending Yes, with the whole Theo. with the whole martial law plan and yes, it's legal and it's great. And or wonderful. could that have been well with martial law that could be prosecuting? It, it I don't think it was an actual like court I'm proceeding. Not, I'm I'm not a lawyer. Yeah. And I don't even play one on TV. Oh well there you go. So it still confused me that yeah. he went from defending him to prosecuting him, regardless of the the lay of the land of the law. Yeah. That was that was fun to say. Oh, you said it um, right, though. The fact that he went from defending to prosecuting. In, within, in like a week. Yeah, <laughs> in like just a few episodes. Yeah. It was like whiplash. That's just, you know, it feels kind of two-face. <gasps> I see what you did there. Uh, I, it, that was painful to even. Yeah. So, uh, Mayor James, or should I say ex-Mayor James. Former. Former Mayor James. Former Mayor is, James. Uh, he takes the stand, and um, so... <sighs> Jim comes in and he's trying to whisper to Barnes. And you know, Barnes is like, shut what up. What the fuck? You told There's you to be here. court going on. And I'm like, he is here. Shut up. He's like, I captured one of the monks and they're after the son of Gotham. And Barnes is like, anyway, how about we watch the court proceeding? And um, this is where Mayor James says that Theo didn't kidnap him. <laughs> uh, it was Penguin. And Penguin told him what to say because he really hates Theo. I mean, he's tried to kill him numerous times. And um, he's like, uh, Penguin threatened all this stuff. And Jim's like, he's lying. Because, of course, Jim can't quietly no, no. say anything and then strategize about it later. No, no. He doesn't recognize that this is a bigger plan. And Bullock is somewhere at the GCPD going, Jim's doing something stupid. Yeah. And so uh, you think Barnes would realize this and go, you need to stay with Harvey at all <laughs> times. Harvey is your shit meter. Yes. <laughs> and or so, your fuck up meter, yeah. you know. Your Jim, no. <laughs> Jim, yes. And so uh, Theo's lawyer is like, he asks for a dismissal of all the charges. And um, he's he's like, uh, Aubrey James is like, um, 
penguin made me lie, la, 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 And so, of course, the judge dismisses the case because it's their only piece of evidence. Well, what I Because Jim has uncovered no other evidence. Absolutely not. Um, other than the fact that he had this cowl of the St. Dumas, Order of St. Dumas, in his apartment that they can prove these other monks are committing murder. So, yeah. hold up. But what I don't understand is, okay, Aubrey James has been tortured by mm-hmm. the Galavan gang. A lot. A lot. They had him for weeks, if not months. And here he is up here on the stand. He's got his chance to get out of this. What's holding him to Theo? We don't know. That's a good question. But what do they again, still have on him? But then again, uh, Aubrey James has, apparently that's that's his Aubrey James, um, has been, his entire character arc has been, you know, He's tied to somebody. He's he's a lackey. He's a puppet. Yeah, he's always been low man on the totem pole for the greater organization that runs greater Gotham. Greater not good? Yeah, the greater not good. Greater not good. So, But still, I was just like, what is his motivation to lie and say it was Oswald? Yeah, because the only reason he was freed from Theo is because Jim found him. That's the only reason. Well, the only reason Jim found him was Barb told him. because Barb told him. Yep. So Gallivan had to tell Barb to tell Jim. Yeah, it's very it's convoluted. A, it's a it's a long it's a long con game. Yeah, it really is. So I think well, I, the long game is for Theo to discredit Jim. Yeah, that's the long game. Which Jim's been discredited so many fucking times. Yeah, he doesn't need any help. But yeah. I still don't understand what Aubrey's motivation is. Yeah. He had his chance to get free. Yeah. So, what the fuck? Exactly. They better. Maybe we'll find out. I really want to find out. And so, of course, Theo. Theo has a few words to say because Theo can't fucking shut up. The man cannot not monologue. And he wants to. We find out this is all just to piss Jim off to make him have to be escorted from the from the room. Galavan did not make him punch him. Galavan did not make Jim punch himself. No, but he... That was... He He knows how to manipulate Jim, though. True, but I think it's kind of a long stretch that Galavan knew Jim would punch him. You think he was just going to take care of him? Maybe afterwards, yeah. but I, I think Jim put himself in the whole punching yeah. situation. <laughs> but yeah, Theo's like, I don't... I don't... Um, I don't blame Officer... No. Officer Gordon and and I want I want him to help me fix this beautiful broken city, and of course this is when Jim socks him straight in the nose, and uh, he's like how am I gonna get you? Which seems completely sane, and um so these two cops drag Jim out of the courtroom, and Jim's like let me go let me go and they they're like oh, we're not arresting you Bzzz. we're kidnapping you and then they tase him. So that tells us that there are still some members on the GCPD who are, in fact, still corrupt. Super corrupt. Because they're, Good job, Barnes. Because the two guys that kidnap him are older gentlemen. They're not like new, they're not, new yeah. blood. They've yeah. been around a while, so they're old school. Good job, Barnes. And so uh, that night, um, Bruce and Selena go back to his house, and they see that Alfred's gone. And uh, Bruce is like, well, he's probably out looking for me. And why does he not call Alfred and say, hey, I'm home? Yeah. He should have caught the second the knife dragged him into that separate room away from Silver. He should have let him know because there's no way Alfred would have found him necessarily. He should have just said, "Hey, I'm I don't doing know. some." Well, that's true, but he he hell he could have used a burner salt something. He could have just said, "Listen, I'm working on something. I'll tell you about it later. You wouldn't approve, but I'm okay." But, yeah. Well, what he comes away with 
is something so yeah and so uh he thanks selena for her help and um she asks him what he's gonna do now she was just happy to see the two-faced bitch get served mm-hmm. i was too i was too selena and so- i was happy to see selena do the serving so yes and so uh he's like i haven't really thought about what to do now that we have a name and um selena she's she's so suave here and uh, she's like, so, uh, so that thing that you that you whispered to her, what, you know, what'd you say? And Bruce is like, oh, I told her that I trusted her with my life, and that I had the, I felt this tie to her that I couldn't explain, but I didn't want to change it. And um, he says that all the best liars tell the truth. That's what you told me, yeah. And she's like, oh, so you meant it? And he's like, not about her. <gasps> and I'm like, you smooth fucker. And um, it's more it's but it's more Batman. It is, and so Selena's like um, um, uh, 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 and she's like, I'm just I'm gonna um, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna steal I'm like, gonna steal one of your cars, okay, and take it to the city. And he's like, that's fine. Okay, uh, I just have to point out it's not stealing if, if you, you tell. Yeah. Um, and so she's like, I'm gonna go, and um, but she does tell him that she's like, I think it's good that you've changed, but don't change. Yes. Now, we all know that the relationship between Selena and Bruce has been on again, off again, on again, off again, the entire history of Batman. And I'm and I'm kind of we've we're already seeing that they've Mm -hmm. been on again, off again, on again, several times already. And I I like the consistency of the inconsistency. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's canon for them. It is. It's they're just meeting younger in this iteration. if you look at any Batman iteration, Catwoman is going to be there. Be it the animated series, be it mm-hmm. um, uh, Christian Bale, be it yep. um, the Tim Burtons, be it there, she's, she's there. always there. Yep. So you can't have Batman without Catwoman. You it's can't. just the rule. And I I love Cameron. I think she's oh great. she's great. Well, and across from David, yeah, it's brilliant. They're my babies. Um, so we go to, uh, I can't wait to see her grow up and do big things. I know. I know. So we go to Ed and he calls, uh, Oswald and he, they're talking about Kristen's glasses because he kept them and he wants, since Leslie's been sniffing around, he wants Oswald to get rid of them for him. And we see Oswald pick them up once he hangs the phone up, but this is when there's (laughs) a knock at the door. Amateurs. I know. Right. And, uh, I'm like, yeah, you're just slumming it. And so uh, Gabe is, is at the door, and um, he's like, damn it, Gabe, when I gave you this address, you know, this was for emergencies. Well. And he's like, well, hey, there's this thing that happened, and Theo's out, and um, Oswald's like, where is he? Classic penguin style. Classic penguin. And so we go to, we go to Jim. Where is Butch? Yeah. Oh, that's right. He was on The Librarians. Yeah, he was. It was great. It was a great episode. If you guys are not watching Librarians, you, you should, should watch be. It's the Librarians. Um, and it's so cheesy. It's cheesetastic, and I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we go we go back to Jim, who has been kidnapped for like the <laughs> zillionth time. And we're barely halfway through season two. I know. And I'm like, he's fucking kidnapped again. He's, he's all like tied up. And uh, of course, Theo is there. And um, Jim says something about like, are those cops? And Theo's like, yeah, they're not dumb shits. They're with me. And um, so he's like, the order has protected my family um, for years, and I'm really, Theo Gallivan is a mask. I am really. Um, he says, my name is Dumas. My name is Dumas. And so 
is he naming himself Dumas or is he just that's my family name? Yeah. It's really vague. Yeah. And so he's he gives the whole we built this city um <laughs> business. <Walking laughs> and he's like, um he's like, now we're gonna cleanse it. And um he, he tells Jim that, you know, belief belief gives strength because he, he makes a point of he's, he's like, I know all this stuff sounds crazy. Fanatics, man. Belief works. And um, he's like, not all the victims were random like you thought. Uh-uh. But you kind of see Jim make a connection. Yeah. And he's like, I couldn't have done this without you. And at first, we got an inkling of maybe Jim was the son For of a second Gotham. there, yeah, I was really thinking. Especially when he gives the order to kill him. Yeah. And so um, he's like, he's going to leave. And, and then he's like, he turns around and he's like, you know what? I've got a few minutes. Cut him loose. And Jim's like, what just happened? <laughs> That's how the what? He's like, uh, come on. Come at me. Come at me, bro. Come at me, bro. And uh, Jim does in oh, a very God. clumsy way. It was so bad. And Theo takes his ass down. Theo is trained. Like a lot. Well, there was that house, because on my rewatch, I was actually watching the, the choreography. Fight. Yeah. Yeah. And there's that last kick where Theo's like, way up in the air and takes yeah. him straight to the chest with a knee mm-hmm. i was like damn it was pretty son, impressive you don't look like you could you know but, carry mm-hmm. off that kind of attack but damn son yeah yeah i know I where do i sign of, up for was, saint dumas you i was kind of proud of theo and so um he uh jim's like down on the ground like bloody and horrible because he lost a fight again <laughs> and uh theo le- theo goes to leave and he's like kill him but make it slow or don't make it quick. Or don't, yeah, don't make, don't it, make quick. it quick. And we're like, oh, Jesus. Yeah, that's a mistake. Okay, never, ever not make it quick. Yeah. If you're going to kill somebody, just... Have you not learned from every Bond villain ever? Well, and he's... It's the equivalent to monologuing. He is. And so we go it's back to... We go is. back to Wayne Manor, and Bruce is in his study, and he hears footsteps, and he thinks it's Alfred. And it's not. It's Theo. Not Alfred. And we're like, oh, shit, Bruce is the son of Gotham. So we were right to begin with. We were. Yeah. And so uh, this is when we go back to Jim, and um, Jim's getting a beatdown, as Jim does. <laughs> as Jim does. And he is uh, rescued by one Oswald and Gabe. And um, so Oswald explains that um, Gabe had people following Theo. Gabe ain't no dumbass. Gabe's not a dumbass. And so um, he wants to know where Theo is. And, of course, this is when Jim passes out, but Oswald slaps him. Of course. Which I thought was nice. Well, okay, so Gabe brought him his suit, but yes. did not bring him a sandwich. No. Well, so he was making angry. a sandwich when he left the apartment. He's so. hangry, man. And so uh, our last scene is uh, Theo pulling a knife. And telling Bruce that he wants his life. Da, da, da. And cutscene. And cutscene. And that was the end of our episode. And it was a good episode. So this is not our fall finale, though. No, it is not. That would have been a decent cliffhanger. It would have. That I would have accepted this. But which, some of the previews, man, we saw for next week. Yeah. I am tray excited. I cannot wait. I, I was, we were both shocked that Gotham even aired this week. It's. Yeah, because it's, it's Thanksgiving week. It's Thanksgiving week. All of the shows are, are uh, skipping. Yeah. Because uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is off this week. It'll be back next week. Um, yeah, we were so excited. We only have one podcast to record tonight. Yeah. <sighs> Sleepy Hollow has already had their fall finale. Yep. So yeah. So we were we were excited. We only had one podcast to do this week. Um, but yeah, we were surprised that Gotham even aired. But mm-hmm. this is this would have been an acceptable 
fall finale cliffhanger. It would have, but I guess they didn't want to break the momentum. I well, but momentum. T- I mean, they're going to have to do something next episode. To- next episode looks like it's going to be big. Oh yeah, but you know, we, we got do spoilers, dramatic scenes, and stuff. And I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, it's if you're into that thing, you need to go check that out. Yeah, it's way cool. Um, yeah, some of those pictures are just exciting. I know. I was like, <laughs> oh my god, it's great. So um, yeah, I'm. I'm ready. For, let's. I'm ready for next week. I want fish to crop up and be like, "I leave you alone for like Bitch. three fucking months." <laughs> I bet you thought you'd seen the last of me. <laughs> and Butch shows up, and he's like, "Thank God." <laughs> yeah, where is Butch, man? I know. I need some Butch. Where's he at? Yeah. Explain to me a few things. And well, I was kind of expecting. Uh, I was expecting Jim to get carted off to Indian Hills. Yeah, you did. You you did think that at first. Then you were like, "Oh man, that's not. He's but, not weird enough, man." No, but it's but experiments. That's true. That's so, true. and I'm pretty convinced that's where Hugo Strange is. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm excited for Hugo Strange. So, uh, before this episode aired, um, Donald Logue did a Twitter Q and A mm-hmm. with Gotham Addicts. Um, which was, which of course, as soon as I found out Donald was going to be doing Q and A, I'm all, I was, all over that. I was all over that on our Twitter at Random T Casts. You can go in the on our Twitter, Twitter history and and see where I fangirl, fangirled. You did. You said commented. I'm going to straight up and say I fangirled yeah. over Donald. Um, I found out that the hat he's wearing this season is a different hat from season one. It's an angrier hat. It, it must be. be. It's it's Bullock's angrier hat. Yeah. Um, and I also found out that Donald's allergic to cats. So that's so sad. I'm gonna have to rethink my whole marry him thing. Marry him thing. I, I don't. They not ready meds. to give up on it yet. They make meds for that man. I, that's true. So, um, and he apparently loves working with the entire cast. He's precious. And he put him in more episodes. Well, and I also found he's not terribly Twitter savvy. Oh, is he not? No, he um. He, he's bless his heart, but not everybody is. I'm not really. Oh, yeah, some of his responses were just like one word. Oh, you're like, dude, you have dude, 140 characters, dude. Uh, but then he started to get a little more. I think he got more comfortable with it. Yeah, probably. And actually That's probably responding. The, yeah. And yeah. So uh, yeah, he's on Twitter, guys. So you should go check that out. That's awesome. Because we're on Twitter. We are. You know, on we were so excited about this episode. We have yet. To pimp ourselves. we ha- Or our sponsor. Or talk about our sponsor. And I hate it because here we are at the end of our podcast. Please don't turn us off yet. Yeah, because we got some we got some big crazy news. We do. We do? It, well, yeah, because we found out about the specials and stuff. Oh, can we talk about those? I, well, they've been publicly announced. Yeah, yeah. They've been announced on Instagram. Okay, so our sponsors, the um, unofficial natural fandom fragrances, as you all know, um, is our official sponsor, and they have a bunch. Their Black Friday specials have been released. Black um, Friday, Small Business Saturday, and Cyber Monday. Absolutely. I do know that for Black Friday, their fragrances are, if you buy a bundle of four or more, yes, you get a bundle of two or three free. Yes. It's a buy one, get one. For bundles. For bundles, and that's all day, but they will be having some flash sales, so if you go to their Instagram, and that's you in, oh, Fandom sh- Fragrances. Fandom Fragrances. Yeah. Um, on Instagram, then um, you get your notifications, you can find out when all of their flash sales are. They do have the new Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. the new DC comic scent, the Wonder Woman, um, 
is out there, and they also have Joker and Harley Quinn. And also, um, the uh, discount code is good with the BOGO deal. Okay, so the Random Tea Podcast code, that's with an S on the end, um, is good with the BOGO deal? Yes. Okay, awesome. Yes. Good to know. So that's 10% off of $5 or more of your BOGO. And it works with the buy one, get one bundles. Sweet. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's great. Um, And also... um, any purchase you make over those three days, your name goes in for a raffle for a free surprise. And I already want to know what the surprise uh, is. No, I know. We don't even know what the surprise <laughs> is. Um, but let's see. Do you know what their Saturday? Mm-hmm, I've okay. got it. Um, for Small Business Saturday, they're doing $5 off a purchase of 25 or more. Okay. $10 off a purchase of 40 or more. Or 15 off a purchase of 55 or more. Okay. Um, and then and flash for, sales that day too. Yes, uh, and all all the all kinds of flash sales throughout. And for Cyber Monday, they're doing free shipping on anything over fifty, or twenty percent off anything under fifty. Right. Um. So that twenty percent off that's a that's a pretty sweet thing. Absolutely. So yeah, and then more flash sales that day too. So. Um. And to get any notifications for all their flash sales, uh, like Johnny said, follow them on Instagram. Um, that's where they make the majority of their announcements. Yeah, they're not real active on Twitter. Yeah. Um, but they're on Etsy. They're, yes. The link to their Etsy site is on our front page. It's in each of our posts. Um, check them out. They've got all kinds of different fandoms. It's a great Christmas presents for your fandom friends. Boy, are they. So, And I want to say hello to Oomph because they listen to us. They're wonderful. Hi, guys. We love you guys. Oomph. Oomph. Yeah. We so just, I'm excited because I know what I'm getting. Yeah, I've already... Told them what I've, already, I've already told them what I want, so yeah. <laughs> you better hang on to Yeah, because that, that White Walker is limited edition. And they're only releasing so many of the limited I edition each day. they're doing like three a day. I three think. a day. So, yeah, yeah we're talking, li- because, well, it's because it's the different color bottle. Exactly. It's what it is. Even the Yule Ball they're doing is a release so many per day because that's it's limited. Yeah, that's the whole point of limited edition. So, yeah. And I, I can tell you guys... I cannot sing the praises of the Yule Ball one enough. It is so it's, awesome. I mean, it's what Christmas smells like. It's, it's wonderful. And, okay, I have to admit, when it comes to Christmas, I am a Grinch. Yes, you are. I do not But decor- you're my Grinch. Well, thank you. I, I don't really decorate for Christmas. I just don't. Halloween is your Christmas. Halloween, is it is my Christmas. And I give gifts for Halloween. You do. I do. Um, so, you know, whatever. Um, I'm just not a big, huge Christmas I just I'm over it I'm done with it it's a long story you don't want to hear it um but the Yule Ball Mm -hmm. smells this is what Christmas smells like yeah yeah it's got a little uh it's got some orange it's got a little I think it's got clove a little bit not overpowering not real yeah not real overpowering it's really but it's um the essential oils are a combination to help promote happiness. They're wonderful. Which, oh, it's great. So you guys should really check that out. They do have, uh, they're doing samples, uh, which are usually 70 cents each. Mm-hmm. They're doing three for $2.75. And I think, yeah, yeah. For a bundle of five. So yeah, that way you five, can get a little. three, yeah. Yeah, for five. Okay, for yeah. five for two seventy five. Yeah. Did I say three? Mm-hmm. Good times. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so if you're not ready to commit to a cent, and they're not like just a whiff of paper. No, no. They're We're talking. Actual... This is a little little bottle, and you can actually use it for a while. So yeah. it's it's good stuff. So. But they're awesome. I I wouldn't pimp them if I didn't like. Absolutely, them. and they cover several different fandoms. So you know, I'm telling you, Christmas presents. Yep. And they're great stocking stuffers because they're. I mean, they're a decent size. Mm-hmm. 
But I mean, they're small enough to stick in a stocking or to have as, you know, you have a bunch of people come over, you've got a last minute gift you forgot to get, mm-hmm. you have a surprise guest and you want them to feel included. Or my favorite is if you have a friend that is in a fandom that you are not familiar with, like you're like, I don't know shit don't about know, Doctor Who. I don't know nothing like, about Supernatural. Like do they want a TARDIS? I don't, like I don't even know enough about the fandom to get them something cool. Yep. These are great ideas. You've got four doctors to choose from, and now we have Rose. And you can get them in a bundle. Yeah, okay, but you know what? On Friday, if you order the Time Lord bundle, which is four, Mm -hmm. you get a bundle free. Yes, you do. Just going to put that out there, because the Time Lords, that's 9, 10, 11, and 12. Yep. You get a bundle free. Yep, yep, yep. 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 So there you go. You're done. Christmas done. Boom. (laughs) Drop that mic. No. Um, I like my mic. Otherwise, I'm, I am metaphorically dropping my mic. Okay. Um, but also, hey, guys, we're on, um, like we said on Twitter, we're at Random Tea Casts. Um, we're on Tumblr at randomteapodcast.tumblr.com. Yes, we are. And we're on email at randomteapodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much because I knew there was another one. There's three. Yeah. And I got to say, Gotham fandom, y'all are slacking. I know. Sleepy Ho- our Sleepy Hollow listeners are like blowing y'all out of the water in feedback. I know. They and absolutely are. We get two or three emails a week yeah. on feedback with some good good stuff in there. So Yeah, so I mean, especially knowing um that next week is the is the fall finale, I would love to hear theories. This is, yes, this is the point where you can say this is where I think the show is going because you've got you've got a couple months. Yep. Um get it on record. Do you think Barb's the Joker? Do you mm. not think Jarb's the Joker? Do you not even Jar- want to bother with the Joker do anymore? Do you not even care about the Joker anymore because now you're burned? Yeah. Um, you know, what do you think is going to happen with Firefly? Anything. You know? How, yeah, anything. Where do you think anything. this whole Dumas business is going? What canon characters would you like to see on this show? Mm-hmm. Write us and let us know. Uh, Gotham airs on Mondays. We record on Wednesdays. Yep. Gives you 48 hours to get us some feedback. Yeah, exactly. And we would like some. We would love some. We'd love to hear from you guys. Especially if you have canon information that we have overlooked. Because as we've said, neither one of us are DC aficionados. No. Um, So, and plus the Batman canon verse is so vast. Well, that and they retcon themselves so often. So many times. So if you have some DC knowledge that you would like to impart that you feel like we yes. missed or or we got wrong or yes. whatever, please let us know. We would love to hear from you. Absolutely, because the whole reason we began the Gotham pod the, Gotham is the reason we began podcasting. Yes. Because we could not find a Gotham cast that we liked. We had a cast that we enjoyed and they stopped recording yep. and it broke our hearts. So we're like, "Well, damn it, we can do this." Mhm. So we're, again, we're not DC people. We don't know everything. We just really love the show. Yeah. Yeah. Except maybe Jim Gordon. Yeah. He's honestly my weakest part. I just, and that's sad because he's our main character. I know. I know. I don't know. But whatever. What are you going to do? So, so yeah, yeah, write to us, guys. That's uh, randomtpodcast at gmail.com. And you can find all of our pertinence on our website at randomtpodcasts.com. And you can find us on Stitcher and iTunes and Pocket Casts. And if you're liking what you're hearing, um, we would love for you to leave us a review or a rating or anything like that. Because Stars, would, that high would five, whatever. Really awesome. It would be great. Yeah. Okay, I think we're done. Okay. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening, guys. See you next week.